Hey guys, have you heard about Anchor? It's the best place to start your podcast journey from. So, in case you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain and give give you give you guys more information about Anchor. It's free. There's a there's creation tools that allow you to record and and edit your podcast right from your phone or or computer. Anchor will d- distribute the podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more such prominent platforms. We can we as podcasters can also make money from our podcast with minimum uh, listenership. You don't need to build a huge listener base to make money out of a podcast. And simply put, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in just one place or in one platform and most importantly i would urge everyone listening to cricket unplug to download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm that is anchor a n c h o r .fm to get started on your podcasting journey thank you this auspicious and uh, monumental occasion of india's 74th independence day we at cricket unplugged decided to have a uh, independence day special this episode is dedicated to india's valiant brave and path breaking cricketers who have ensured that the game of cricket has risen and uh, risen and grown in the years to come so we take the listeners through various outstanding and match winning performances from individuals and teams across decades for india we go right from 1971 uh, where sunil gavaskar single handedly ensured india won their first ever test series in west indies against the great west indies two more recent successes such as the epic win in adelaide in 2002 or beat uh, gautam gambhir's epic master class in new zealand to ensure that india won a test series there after more than 30 35 32 years so this episode is completely dedicated to india indian cricketers and what indian cricket means to a lot of us and especially me and Su- suraj so here's wishing all the listeners of cricket un- unplugged especially the indian listeners a very happy 74th independence day human beings we all assume identities be it your job or your ethnicity or a political viewpoint 
we all are associated with one form of order or the other sometimes they might be self assumed identities based on the choice of your intellect or they might be identities which you are born into i believe the strongest identity of them all is that of your culture your traditions and your heritage and for me personally nothing beats the feeling of pride and honor when i say that i am indian that i think is the most natural feeling that anybody born on this lucky land will have even when you watch sports there is a completely different feeling when india plays on the field are a set of 11 players who represent the same values as you the players who carry the same pride and honor that you carry in your heart the players who play for your motherland simply put they represent you they are a part of you as a cricket fan you might like the flair of the west indies the grit of the aussies or the unpredictability of the pakistanis but at the end of the day it's only natural that a true indian can only support his own team regardless of victory or defeat on today's independence day special episode we will be talking about the valiant efforts of the indian cricket team in all the formats of the game raghav will be taking us through the wonderful exploits of the indian team post 2000 when they became a superpower with the sport not not just in terms of performances on the field but also the power of the field dai will be mentioning few of the memorable performances which have defined the game in the previous century as far as indian cricket is concerned rakav yeah yeah so first of all it's a pretty big uh, occasion to be uh, associated with as in the 74th independence day so absolutely happy happy independence Day to you as well, and all the listeners tuning in. So, yeah. yes, it is as you were perfectly put it. It it is definitely a matter of when you see the players representing the country because they are as you nailed it. They are a part of us. So we feel pride in. Uh, we can vary on the players we like. we adore and some of the as you very would put we can admire the other countries the various uh, qualities from the other countries but at the, at the end of the day when india plays there is definitely a, a kick and a thrill to watch them which cannot be exactly put into words as such so that patriotic feeling is the best way to probably uh, discuss and uh, yes i am looking forward to sharing lot of what has been truly uh, defining past few few decades from my indian cricket perspective in this episode so um, so i am keenly keenly looking yeah yeah rakam i am a cricket history tragic as i would uh, like to call because i am i'm extremely interested in 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 the uh, history of the game the way how you know the game has evolved and i cannot uh, fail but to see the beauty in which uh, the nation 
as let's say even an economy has evolved over the years and quite in parallel has been the growth of the indian cricket team too so let's say probably india started off uh, their uh, cricketing adventures in 1932 that was the very first time that uh, an indian cricket team played a, a test match and that was against england um and uh, later on they uh, won uh, a few years down the line against england that too in 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 chennai the place where i'm sitting right now and talking so that is a fantastic uh, cricket team which uh, was really starting into the scene they had uh, won a few test matches they had started to win a few matches abroad and they started to gain a few fan following in the 80s of course you know what happened uh, they won the world cup and that literally changed the whole scenario of things in the 90s india started becoming uh, a fantastic team uh, and probably one of the really tough teams to beat at home uh, although we were not amazing abroad uh, in the 90s the indian mm. teams uh, with the help of the spinners really formed a formidable uh, proposition for any foreign team uh who was uh, coming into the indian shores and i believe as we all know after 2000 the game has gone uh, you know in in a in a different tide altogether we we are probably considered yes. front runners to win most of the major uh, trophies icc tournaments be it a champions trophy or a world cup and even when we go offshore to win i mean to play test matches in england south africa new zealand or australia anything for that matter we are definitely considered a force uh, rakav i am sure you will have a lot of uh, special uh, memories or even special test matches which you are really have a, a special likening to tell us more about that yeah yeah so firstly i would like to uh, build on what you said so indian cricket transform post the 1983 world cup win so you that almost galvanized a uh, 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 generation of youngsters to consider cricket as a profession so that was how big that uh, win was and then you had the uh, uh, the grit which sunil sunil oh, sorry sunny ji bought in west indies which was almost even now it is almost Un, un, unparalleled to imagine an Indian team going down, down. to the West Indies in and, and dominating them, not just beating them. So dominating is that is truly iconic, I would say. So and yeah, then yeah. when you talk about the nineties, is perfectly as you said, India. We tend to, I think, I think generally, I think not only Indian cricket but generally any cricket fan tends to overlook the home home track track record by saying you are expected to win at home so i don't think it's that easy in the, in the sport yes you are familiar with the conditions but that uh, doesn't take away any the she what to win at home so i think every country for that matter even australia or england the stalwarts would rate their wins overseas much higher and even i agree to a large extent with them but we need to look at even wins some 
iconic wins over the years as well so that's one point but coming to my most or among the many uh, memorable test matches which india was part of was the first game which comes to my memory would be the 2002 ireland test win mm-hmm. so why i specifically mentioned that game is so uh, uh, as you very well put india were not a force to reckon with in the when they when they toured abroad and the very same india got pulmerized in australia in uh, 1992 in uh, 99 and uh, early part of the session yes. was captain they were thrashed so so you are going back to the same country two years later under my favorite indian captain of all time saro 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 so i think kapil they would come close in my opinion in terms of impact and the way they he the lead and literally paved the way for a team to move um, to march ahead so that's why I'm, and that was the phase from 2000 to 2006 was the face in my personal fondness for the game where i was really into the and now into the indian team as much as i am earlier but dangoli's team i was literally living each play journey so i think you can build on that in your uh, analysis post my my game so post the game which i am going to talk about i used yes. to live there Johnny so if you look at it Zaheer Khan Yuvraj Singh Irfan Patan Mohammad Kaif Arjun Singh I have lived through the dark high, highs and lows and I still lament and regret the way they have been treated when they are in the slum downhill and I personally attributed to one uh, particular set of selectors and captains who just didn't give enough value to these players but apart from that the big turning point in indian cricket in that time was i personally believe not the iconic 2001 series win in india that certainly was truly a game changing i, I would definitely agree but saurav ganguly himself mentioned that his goal was to make sure india becomes a force when they travel abroad and that was beautifully emphasized and uh, shown in that test in 2002 in adelaide where was slipping away from india's hands actually if you take your memory back to that game that uh, iconic game where rahul dravid right. batted almost the full game i think so yeah. he was that good in that yeah. game uh, 217 137, if I'm not wrong, in the first. It was 233, I think, in the first inning. Oh, okay, yeah. So, so it was that sort of a performance, and then to have that six four from Ajit Ajit Agarwal in the second innings, which literally rattled Australia. So that is really sends goosebumps even now when I watch highlights of that game because we very, very well know how. Uh, the person who absolutely 
is uh, you know the guy who does not hold back his uh, words while praising india in 2020 that is ravi shastri i remember in 2002 before the start of the series he said that if india lost 2-0 in the fourth test series he would still consider it as a fantastic achievement so that speaks volumes yeah. of the achievement of the indian team that exactly so so i think he is his comments were coming from india's general generally poor track record overseas prior to the series plus what happened in the previous tour where they got thrashed so and i add to ravi sasri's emotion i would say not words by saying it was not uh, expected that india would come back like that in the uh, agargar taking the six over and then the epic winning moment when rahul dravid plays a square cut of stuart magill and takes his cap off well, i would say totally to rahul dravid and india and saurav ganguly the leader and his team because you are you beat australia who had steve ricky ponting gilchrist matthew hayden langer i think brettley also played in that game uh, yeah the bowling was not at its potent best without because they didn't have magra and uh, and shane one but still you can't uh, take away from the fact that it was among the most memorable wins ever in india's test match history so mm. that is my so i am curious to know what is your most uh, memorable win so uh, i would um, just like to begin with uh, I, i i think i will need to mention the very first victory that uh, india had abroad there wasn't much of uh, wins that india had before 2000 uh, while playing abroad but uh, probably one of the best memorable wins uh, was was the 1968 series in uh, new zealand so for the first test match of the series uh, india won uh, and uh, they won by five wickets and uh, mk patode was the captain and uh, ajit wadekar the late uh, ajit wadekar who was on of 71 while chasing 200 so uh, that was a very first uh, victory for indian foreign soil and uh, in fact they won uh, the four match series 3-1 so we are talking about uh, a new zealand which wasn't uh, very weak you know the, uh, they had uh, the great bev congdon as the captain and mm-hmm. uh, they had a very mm. fine team and then uh, the performance of india was was great i think that was uh, probably the, the entry of uh, the spin quartet also erapalli prasanna the great erapalli prasanna took 24 wickets in that series so he was by far uh, the highest wicket taker in that series so he took uh, 24 wickets and for a spinner to perform that well in uh, Uh, new zealand was uh, something which was unheard of so that is that is one mm-hmm. instance which i would say but i think uh, as you had also uh, uh, mentioned about during uh, uh, what you were saying uh, the first great victory which really uh, had a stamp on the history of indian cricket was definitely the series victory over the mighty mighty west indies in 
and uh, it was a five match series and uh, india won the second test at port of spain uh, and uh, they were able to draw the other four uh, test matches and by virtue of that they won the series 1-0 mm. it was a fantastic performance sunil gavaskar was a 20 21 year old uh, young batsman he was picked fresh out of bombay and then he was thrown into the you know wickets of uh, onto the bouncy wickets of barbados and jamaica where even the west indian batsman could not muster runs and the young man scored nothing less than 774 runs in the series and it was an yeah. quite unbelievable achievement in 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 i think there was just one innings out of the eight which he played which he did not score uh, anything less than 50 which is an unbelievable achievement he uh, he batted without you know the helmet and he was facing the lights of the great van holder you know he was a fantastic fast bowler then and of course uh, yes we want to not only gary sobers so he was facing a pretty decent attack and then he scored 400s in that series and then he signed it off with a second innings 220 which i think it's still unmatched uh, gavaskar still remains i think the only person to have scored uh, only indian to have scored two double centuries outside india that to win the uh, fourth innings of in, in the second innings of a test match so that really uh, you know defined uh the great gavaskar he was the first indian first great indian batsman of course and also you need to mention uh, a certain dilip sardesai dilip sardesai mm-hmm. was the second uh, highest scorer in that series uh, i would say that uh, in the very first test match dilip sardesai was a little bit out of form uh, to give you a pre context uh, he was uh, probably considered uh, not in the primest of form everybody knew his abilities but he had not quite lived up to you know a lot of that and there were a lot of questions regarding his selection and he was not in the team for a few years and then wasn't also considered for physically fit but then come the first test dilip uh, sardesai silenced all the critics with a fantastic 212 and that really set the tone for the indian batsmen in 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 the five match series and uh, signaled to the west indies bowlers that uh, no this is not going to be uh, a run in the mill victory like you think so yes yes it was a fantastic uh, performance it was almost a fairy tale series for india i think uh, nobody can ever forget the 1971 india tour of west indies because we are talking about a west indies team with the likes of rohan kanai alvin kalicher and clive lloyd gary sobers mm-hmm. as the captain then you have the explosive roy fredericks who like a couple of years after that scored i think uh, the fastest 100 during that time that to in perth so you had some classy classy mm. in the west indies lineup and uh, the great uh, srinivas venkat raghavan he ended up as the great uh, as the uh, top uh, wicket taker in the series so it was a fantastic all round team performance and uh, definitely one which uh, you know really uh, stays on top of the mind 
moving yeah. on to probably a more recent victory I, i wouldn't really think that you will have a victory over west indies uh, in your list because it's nothing but a walk in the park these days for the indian cricket team but i'm sure you have something else yeah, yeah so actually i have couple of games actually which come to my mind so and before i i get to that i would also like to uh appreciate you for bringing up this series because it is truly un uh, un un unthinkable for this particular generation of cricket fans because they don't know what those cricketers had to endure in the 70s okay. when it comes to as we we have discussed earlier as well in a previous episodes the quality of the bowling attacks the pitches the the bare fact that the uh, players didn't have helmets of course you have a classic case of sir wave who didn't want to wear a helmet so that's a different <laughs> thing but uh, but keeping him his his greatness aside i would say even generally yeah. there yeah. Are, there was no helmets that and look at that uh, magnitude of that achievement yes it, it definitely cannot overlook and you cannot uh, go past that i would say beating that west indies in in west indies with that amount of so it was great to hear about that when coming to my couple of games i would say which holds pretty uh, fond uh, place in my heart would be uh-huh. one would be uh india's win in uh, karachi in 2004 uh-huh. so uh is it karachi or i think lahore i'm not sure i think it was no i think we lost in lahore we won in uh, multan and rawalpindi rawalpindi right so i would say it is the one in multan which, which i wanted to uh elaborate a bit about because mm-hmm. uh yeah so i got confused with the cities so that's okay. a little bit but yeah so the one in mudan because it's always uh, there's always been a matter of pride when india take on pakistan so and matter of extreme high level of patriotism and we want every single player to do well so in that in that particular series even more than probably when india take on england or australia or south africa so that level of patriotism shoots up so you have a iconic series where you go to pakistan and general musharraf i really remember how he praised his and his swag. so we i still remember that but that phase of indian cricket was truly what defined what what you see now so many people would attribute virat kohli's brilliance and his team's success to what what uh, ms dhoni left behind but i would say that uh, basic seed was planted by saurav ganguly's team where you can do believe you could you could win anywhere against any any opposition and you don't win the way they went about winning the game 410 run opening partnership between sehwag and dravid so that is something 
amazing mind blowing not amazing and just imagine india takes taking on pakistan pakistan with the likes of avedul hasan rana i think iftikhar am shoaib akhtar danish kanaria you are not talking about uh, second grade bowlers they are like really at the peak of their form in in that and this was succeeding the 2003 world cup uh, game as well at the centurion so the tension was at its highest and and you have virendra sehwag being virendra sehwag so it just goes about butchering the pakistan bowling and every boundary is almost fresh in my in my mind so and <laughs> i i was watching this game at a phase when i opened my first email account in yahoo and my yahoo first email id that i created in my life was called sevak_multan@yahoo.co.in so that was how much that <laughs> match meant to me so i take pride in that it was amazing performance and of course the series as a whole was i think iconic in many ways the way both the countries actually showed that cricket can speak about the politics and the tension at the at the border true quality cricket will be appreciated by both fans i didn't see any uh, incident where fans were not behaving in the right way it was a beautifully conducted series as well so and it has some of the fond- fondest memories from a person where i have irfan patan taking a hat trick of the first three balls of a test match so and that still remains a Uh, among the best moments from indian cricket mm-hmm. perspective in my life which i have seen live or or when uh, from the 80s 70s so that mm-hmm. followed by sevak's brilliance and overall and we can add to the uh, fact that uh, in trying conditions as well indian bowlers stood tall so this always been a case probably now the balances kind of tilted in india's favor when it comes to quality of bowlers especially fast bowlers but at that time in 2003 4 indian fast bowling attack wasn't rated that highly because it had some young turks like irfan patan balaji and zahir khan had just had a couple of good series so you are looking at pakistan clearly being the dominant force in terms of bowling uh, attacks to see india win the series primarily through its bowling is pretty much etched in my heart and uh, memory and i truly wish this generation could uh, revisit that test series because they don't you don't get to see that on on uh, tv you just get to see what india does in the icc events against pakistan but that series because then you will know what it truly means for our our generation to witness in india pakistan and one special mention before i get your uh, next uh, selection in this this list uh-huh. is the amazing performance of gautam gambhir in uh, in new zealand in 2009 to oh, draw that was something special fantastic performance completely gets unnoticed and un uh, what to say it doesn't get covered enough in the media 
but india did win a series in new zealand in in 2009 at one of the key factors was gautam gautam gambhir's dogged and defiant batting where he batted out the fifth day he just i think i think he didn't even score 100 i think i'm not sure about his exact score when the match yeah, ended in yeah. the he just mm-hmm. was what you need in the fifth day when you want a match and win the series it was truly amazing it was fantastic to see because it was not a flat deck any means and he had chris martin i think ian o'brien i guess they had him southy if i'm not wrong just making his intro into the team so you had some really good bowlers in some tough windy windy condition truly i think for people who haven't watched the 1971 series live or the highlights the closest i would say not i would say yeah the closest that we guys could get to once would be the series and this particular match where gambhir batter also the level of difficulty when it comes opposition the bowling attack the situation of the series and what mental determination and grit grit gambhir brought in there that special i wish on a personal note it got more mileage but i think gambhir has and his contribution to indian cricket has of mileage so this is just one game i guess in that list dark uh-huh. of uh, to be frank that's one of my really favorite innings too so i still remember i believe that was the second test of that uh, india new zealand series which india won i think 1-0 i think we should have won it 2-0 but uh, in the third test we yeah. just had to take about one wicket and then that's when rain came and then washed out uh, the last few sessions or something right. but it was an incredible performance and if i'm not wrong he actually started batting at the end of the third day i think the fag end of the third day is when he started batting and he batted throughout the fourth day and i think he batted uh, almost till half of the fifth day to yeah. i think uh, score 100 of some 100 of some 400 balls or something it was uh, yeah. it was an epic effort and uh, uh, that was a great effort and definitely a worthwhile victory so uh, unfortunately we do not see or even value innings of such worth especially in times of white ball cricket uh, when you know uh, people just smash the balls all of the park and um, that is a difference uh, between the tours of england which happened these days and the tour to england which happened in 1971 so after the successful tour of the west indies earlier in the year in 1971 which we just discussed just now the indian team mm-hmm. began their uh, sojourn onto england so of course um, india had never won a test match let alone a series in england till then and uh, it was definitely a matter of pride ajit wadekar was the uh, captain of the team and then uh, uh, it the series was a little bit different so to give a brief the tours to england is not like how it happens these days where you know a set of players will play destructive white ball cricket on dead indian pitches just smashing hapless bowlers all around the park 
and then they will catch a flight on the evening and go to england and then struggle to score 200 uh, in 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 a test match so it was different back then so it was a series uh, wherein india went to england in june and then they played their last match in uh, september so if you look at it they started off their uh, three day uh, series with middlesex then they played with essex kent leicestershire warwickshire glamorgan hampshire and finally they played their first test match against england and before their second test match they played against surrey and after their second test match they played against yorkshire and nottinghamshire then after the third mm-hmm. test match again they had uh, first class matches being played against sussex somerset and warwickshire after which they fla- finally flew back to india so uh, for cri- for uh, cricketers the first class matches were even played at the same level of intensity as test matches you know scoring 100 mm-hmm. against somerset you know or uh, 100 against yorkshire was considered a fantastic achievement even as equal to scoring a century against england so uh, the the series uh, the first test match uh, was uh, was drawn and the second test match was also drawn and uh, india and england went on to the final test match with an all to play for uh, situation and uh, again we are talking about an england team which was captained by uh, uh, ray lingworth he was the probably the best spin bowler in the 70s and he was the, he was the highest wicket taker of the 1970s and there was uh, ray lingworth and derek underwood another fantastic spinner and then you have mm-hmm. john snow brilliant fast bowler and on the batting front they had john edridge Keith Fletcher and uh, the gritty Alan Knott. So it was a really mm-hmm. good team back then. And uh, Indians, uh, as I mentioned, were being captained by Ajit Vadekar. Um, and uh, they had a uh, really street smart cricketer to have ever emerged from India, uh, Mushi or uh, uh, Kundapa Vishwanath. And uh, of course, they had a pretty good bowling lineup with venkat raghavan bedi and chandrashekar the spin trio and uh, said abid ali the fast bowler so in the final match mm. uh, they put up a really good performance uh, england was uh, bowled out for 101 in their second innings thanks to a brilliant spell by bhagwat chandrashekar 6 for 38 that is still considered probably one of the greatest performances so as you see in in new zealand it was prasanna in west indies it was venkat raghavan and in england it turned out to be chandrashekar so uh, fantastic mm-hmm. uh, you know um, and of course they also had bethi so all the spinners playing their part and then india had a target of 173 to chase and then they did it with uh, uh, rather ease i would say they won by four wickets and that was the very first time india won a test match in england and uh, by virtue of winning that test match they also won the three match series 1-0 so uh, that was uh, probably uh, the the very first time you know that um, 
uh, subcontinent team has performed so well in England also, and uh, uh, they repeated their feat again later on in nineteen eighty six when they uh, defeated uh, England two zero. Even that was a formidable team. They had uh, David Gower and Graham Gooch and all of those players, and uh, uh, India. came out trumps in the 1986 series one 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 other player which i really want to mention is uh, dilip vengsarkar dilip vengsarkar has mm. the rather unique record of uh, scoring 300s against england at lords so he has an average of uh, of about 100 and so he has a, he has a big average in uh, lords he had scored three centuries can you imagine and uh, <laughs> he he was one of the major reasons how india won uh, the series in 1986 they won it 2-0 it was a bit of a uh, downside when it comes to the uh, england cricket team also but they they were fresh off uh, a fantastic ashes victory but then india mm-hmm. were brilliant uh, yes so those are two really important victories i believe against uh, england uh, in england uh, ragav yours yeah. yeah so i think for me personally in england in recent memory i think post the 2000s the one key instance which comes to my mind is the 2007 series win back uh-huh. there in so because he had a lot of things going on in indian cricket at that time which was really pretty appalling and disgusting actually if i have to put it that way example tarnishing the indian spirit and started to doubt players like saurav ganguly sachin tendulkar matter so there are many things that they did he did all, all sort of things which were not present as in he reshuffled the batting order he asked him to come at uh, two down in a one day game and he asked ifan patan to come at one down so you can look at all the players he was taking them out of the comfort zone in in a way but in the wrong way actually so, so when uh-huh. it have such a precursor to that tour in 2007 and to see what happened there from a purely test series perspective not only from indian but if even england had some performance just that stay in your mind but from indian perspective you look at how well uh, zahir khan ball so i think in that series he, he was a true star because before that he was asked to go to Ushashar, he was asked to play in county cricket to prove his worth in the team. So you have a person who has been questioned, his integrity, his spot in the team has been questioned. So he goes there and he picks up seventy-five wickets for uh, Ushashar in six games or something, and then he comes back to the Indian team, and then he was a true star, and he had the likes of R P Singh and. as a captain and who can forget anil kumble's epic 117 is uh, so uh, 
know this sort of the memories overall and if you look at a team as well it was probably among the most balanced competition we had in when it comes to india versus england because england also were in a sort of turmoil in the pace on the pace front the batting uh, unit was very solid at the time as well and they had kp ian bell and the likes who are uh, even matt prayer for for a matter who were doing extremely good but the their bowling had some fresh faces but uh, does not intimidating from uh, on the outset at least but just to see the fight which india could uh, muster and more than anything it was a symbolic win i think this uh, uh, uh i would say now their worth as a cricketing nation was put under a lot of scandal through the great apple era and what happened so and if you look at this series apart from being a very epic uh, win you have what followed in that particular series as well in the one day series with india winning 3-2 it was a superbly fought one day series where the fifth game i remember robin uthappa took the game away from england and robin uthappa happens to be from the college i did my uh, uh, undergraduate <laughs> so i was really almost rolling rolling and jumping with joy when i was watching the game with my family so as a matter of said if you had to call it that guy from my college has won india odi series in england so that that aside what followed that is what is what is will be talked about in the coming segment so in this in this episode where we look into the t20 world cup and then post that what has happened to world world cricket with the emergence of the ipl so this series was a beautiful and sanjeev was something which changed the face of cricket as such 2020 cricket and the world t20 win which india managed to achieve back then in 2007 so it's a beautiful i would say a chain of events and uh, memories attached to this test series so of course i don't want to dwell into the nitty gritties of the particular series but of course you can't take away two players especially zahir khan and uh, rahul dravid the skipper and the and the batsman for the Superb, superlative performances in that definitely, 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 without doubt. It truly was a memorable uh, episode, uh, wherein we got to hear lot of great stories and the hardships that Indian cricketers went through when they toiled without all the facilities and all the uh, luxuries the modern day cricketer had in the seventies and eighties to. pave uh, to create or uh, a path for the generations ahead to follow especially it was really an uh, insightful and mind opening uh, piece of information which suraj brought right through the episode when he spoke about india's triumphant victory in the west indies followed by dilip sadasai's brilliance to help them win in england 
and how he uh, dug out lot of truly memorable and goosebumps inducing stats which our generation should be very proud of and we should go back and actually in my opinion uh, experience what they have done and what they have done for the current generation of cricketers for whom i i dwelt on in detail as to how saurav ganguly's team didn't want to just rest on their laurels by winning at home and how he paved the way as such for india's resurgence as a, a world beating force in test cricket in overseas conditions beat the epic win in adelaide or the test series win in pakistan and then later on how it helped uh, rahul dravid achieve uh, amazing success in england and this episode is also special in one more way as we all know that uh, we got independence from the british after more than 200 years of hard hard fought struggle so we wanted to specifically dwell on how well india have done in england which is considered to be very tough for teams to uh, succeed there let alone any team from the subcontinent so we wanted to put specific emphasis on the english team because we got independence from them and this being independence day special we would be wanted to bring that out so on that note we look forward to having you back for a next episode on similar theme which would actually highlight some of the most memorable performances from indians across other formats that is odis and uh, t20s thanks